0: Today's episode is brought to you by batchleads. Receive 5,000 property records for free. Go to batchleads.io forward/dave or use code Dave when signing up. For using this special offer, you will receive a seven day free trial to check out the system for yourself. You will also receive 5,000 property records, included for free within this system you can skip trace your leads stack your list cold sms your motivated seller leads and send direct mail directly from the platform so head on over to batchleads.io forward slash dave or use code dave at checkout to receive 5,000 free property records plus a seven-day free trial.
1: Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in.
0: All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to focus our time and efforts on talking to you guys about analysis paralysis and just kind of talk about why people have it and what are some of the things that we can do to overcome it? You know, I was
1: always too stupid to be like analysis paralysis. I, just,
0: I, I had it for a couple of weeks when I first got started.
1: I just didn't know what to do.
0: But the thing is, though, is there's some people that have had it for years. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's we, we get a lot of people that hire us that have had it for years And that's great because they already know a lot of the business, if not all of it, but they're just not doing any of those things, right? So let's talk about some of the things that people may have analysis paralysis on. I would say first and foremost, they think that they need to know everything about something before they can begin. And that's like the worst mindset to have. If you know a, a little bit about it, start doing that. What do you know? Start doing that. Don't wait until you know everything, okay? Um, So that's big picture analysis paralysis. If we're talking about marketing, we get a lot of people that come to us and they say, hey, you know, should I do direct mail or should I cold call or cold text? Well, man, those are two totally different types of marketing. Mm. Are you going to spend time or money? Which can you afford to, to, to budget for, Right. But there shouldn't be analysis paralysis there, sir. but there is because people are thinking, well, there's so many different options, and those are only two or three different ways. Mike, there's fifty to a hundred ways to find mm-hmm. motivators. Maybe I you know radio that. Ads or yeah, exactly. Facebook ads. Right. I think another big analysis paralysis I do TV is day? okay. So you know, I've got this marketing ready to go, but I'm scared to send it because I don't know what to say whenever my phone actually starts ringing or, hey, I got this guy. I get this like once a week. Uh-huh. Hey, I got this guy that wants to sell his property. What do I do now? Set the appointment. Yeah, buy it. How are you going <laughs> to buy it if you can't get eyeballs on it? Right? Like get out in the field. Yeah, no, that's not true. And you know what I said earlier?
1: It's not true because I do. I remember being scared to answer the phone. I had a separate line for my business. I bought a different phone, standing out marketing, and I was scared to answer the phone.
0: Why? I think we all probably have yeah. that feeling in the beginning. I don't remember having that per se, but I would be, wouldn't be would be surprised, Mike, if I was a little scared in the beginning to answer the calls as well. I mean, you're, everyone's going to have a little fear of doing something they haven't done before. But the goal here is to just do it, guys. Analysis paralysis is, it's like fear, in my opinion, Right. And you can eliminate it by stop worrying, right? Like, don't worry twice is one of the mottos that I always tell my wife, and she will remind me and tell me. If we're ever, like, sitting around worrying about something, we say – or here's, here's the actual quote. We say, don't worry. You're suffering twice. If something bad happens or something that happens where you have to then react, well, then you, have, you can worry then because you're dealing with it. But don't sit around worrying about it, suffering for then, it's, then it just happens. So, so don't you know, suffer way, twice is, is the thing, right? The
1: way that I look at it, I say don't steal your own joy. That too. Because you are literally – you're dwelling on something that hasn't happened or whatever. You're you're basically stealing the opportunity from yourself. You're I, I don't know. Don't steal your own joy. That's what worrying and overthinking and overanalyzing
0: does. Um, yeah. I would say the biggest analysis paralysis is making offers, Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you may get somebody that knows what they're doing and, and and they either know it all already or they know enough to be dangerous and they start, which is the way I prefer everyone to start. That's how I started. And they'll even do some marketing and get on an appointment or two or, or 10 or 20. Who knows? But they haven't made any offers yet. And they're, it's like they're not only are they scared to to get the property under contract, but they might be scared to to have to back out. Like, again, they're they're worrying about all the things that could happen or that may happen that may not be a positive experience for them but because of that nothing gets done no deals get secured with contracts therefore no deals get marketed to our buyers list which makes it impossible to profit off of a wholesale transaction if you don't have control of one so analysis paralysis is just it's is a it is a widespread i think issue. it's the
1: I think it's the fear of failure, too. I, so I agree. It's, it's a lack of knowing. So All of these an, things, yeah. So you're analyzing something. You're saying, well, I don't know what to do. I might mess it up. Well, we've messed up so much. Yeah, like, I mess we, up every week. We still. I, I think that's the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur, which is so neat, especially because right now, because I'm feeling like we're doing pretty well. So it's great to look back and be like, dude, we failed so many times. Well, guess what? It took that to be somewhat successful.
0: I was telling a student just over the weekend, I said, you know what the formula for success looks like? And he, we were joking with each other. And he goes, no, Dave, but enlighten me. And I said, it's failure plus failure plus failure plus failure plus failure plus failure equals success. And you got to try trial and error. If you you are you are. It, it is very unlikely. Put it this way that you are going to try something and just be the very best at it the very first time you try it, unless that that is basketball and your name's LeBron James, right? Like some people are obviously gifted. But most of the time, 99.999% of the time, you're going to screw it up in the process of learning it. But that's part of the formula. Uh, That's a great point. And and he was like, man, he's like, like, sometimes you say things that are just so like, duh, He's like, but I love it because I don't ever think of it that way. You know, and I'm like, dude, it's 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 that simple, you know, mm-hmm. get out there and, and, and be OK screwing up and failing because you're going to learn as you go. And there's there's also so many things that, you know, Mike and I are able to teach our students, you know, like obviously we want to help as much as we can and we want to show them the door, but they have to walk through it. And sometimes they won't walk through it because they get analysis paralysis and we'll go grab their hand, metaphorically speaking, and we'll run through the door with them. And we'll show them, hey, this wasn't that hard. Uh, let's do this again. Like, we got to get you doing this, so on and so forth. But you know, analysis paralysis is a big reason why most people that want to be in real estate aren't in real estate, or they want to do more deals and they're not doing more deals, or just you know, anything in life in particular. So, let's talk about some of the ways that we can overcome analysis paralysis. Um, I feel like you know when it comes to real estate investing specifically wholesaling or even landlording mm. Mm. i feel like the best way to to prevent analysis paralysis is to stop thinking that you need to know everything i think that's the first thing we can all do is accept that we don't know everything yeah but that's not going to let that's not going to stop us from doing what's important.
1: Hey, oh, I hardly know anything about real estate. <laughs> and here we are doing a real estate podcast a couple hundred shows the, in, right? But,
0: you know, Mike, yeah. But that's why I'm partners with you. You don't have analysis paralysis or at least enough of it to deter you from making moves. And I'm, I feel like I'm the same way. Like, we are okay failing. Yeah. Well, exactly. Because we're going to learn exactly. in the process. And, and uh, I don't do everything perfect.
1: It's yeah. hard to accept that. Neither is
0: Dave. I don't. Plan, um, I
1: don't. I don't intend to. We both screw up yeah. our business constantly.
0: <laughs> yeah, constantly. But, I mean, again, that's. But we're that's, still here talking about it, and that's the point,
1: right? Yeah, because you get over that failure, and you say, okay, and we learn from it too. Uh, that was the other thing you were touching on: is like, hey, we've made mistakes. We want to help our students, but some of those those failures that you make, you really learn the most from. Even when you hire a coach, we have we've both used coaches. used coaches. We have we coaches make, right now. We still yeah. make mistakes. Right. We still go against some of their advice. Yeah. Because it's, it's We human, often regret it. Yeah. It's human <laughs> nature though. Like it's just what it is. And you learn from those failures. You learn from those mistakes. Right. Uh, again, you just got to
0: bust through it. So number one, guys, don't think or have the feeling or limit yourself because you feel that you don't know enough or all of it. I get people that come to me all the time. Mike, too. You know, I've been studying for six months and I've read five books, but I just feel like, you know, I need to know the next thing. I need to know, you know, I'm missing something. And it's like, man, you probably know more than me about this. And I've written books and done 500 deals (laughs) because you're reading all the little details. Like I learn as I go and I feel like everybody can also do that. You just got to take the leap. Right. So don't number one, don't feel like you need to know everything before you start, period. And that can go for wholesaling, that can go for fix and flipping, that can go for landlording. Obviously, the more you know, the less risk you're going to have because you're going to be able to prevent a lot of it. But what I mean by that is you can go read one or two books, three books maybe, and or listen to maybe 10 hours of podcasts on the topic and know enough to start. You don't need to spend seven weeks, two years, so on and so forth. You know, just learn a little bit and then implement. And that's so incredibly important. So that's big picture. When it comes to marketing, let's talk a little bit about a marketing analysis paralysis. Very similar. There is a lot of ways to market. Don't think you have to learn how to do them all. If direct mail is intriguing to you or it sounds interesting, go buy a list or create your own by driving for dollars. Deal machine's how I do it. Use coupon code Dave. Get get 100 free text messages. I'm sorry, 100 free skip traces, D-A-V-E, but either create your list Or buy one and send the mail. If you decide you want to do some cold calling, then get your list or create one, skip trace it, and start calling. Don't think you need to know how to do 30 types of marketing because none of it gets done. So focus on one or two things. Do. Action will trump any other activity 99 times out of 99 times. Action is the way to do it so if you're having analysis paralysis with marketing i can tell you right now mike we bought 100 houses last year we bought 100 houses the year before what percentage of those houses were vacant oh uh,
1: that's a most of them 70 yeah i mean yeah i could make it up i, I don't have the number you no know, I, I don't expect 75 okay 80%, but the percent. point was is it
0: 20 percent or is it 80 80 percent. okay least. it's on the high end right mm-hmm. so go go find vacant houses that's your marketing right there boom Vacant houses, absentee-owned properties, start there, call them, text them, send them a letter. That's your marketing, period. Do not overthink it or go hang bandit signs. And don't do all of those. Just pick one. Get good at it. And then once you're a pro at that or you feel that you can now teach that topic, then expand to the second one or the third one. But don't do it all at once because none of it's going to happen. And this is, again, this is this is breaking through these analysis paralysis barriers that we're putting on ourselves in our own mind. This is a mindset podcast right here at this point. So, you have analysis paralysis on the whole business as a whole, which we talked about. Don't worry about it. Stop trying to think you need to know everything. Do something. Same thing with marketing. Pick one, start doing it. It is not that difficult. Next will be making offers and talking on the phone to people. All right? Understand that you are going to screw up. I screw up. Mike screws up. We don't make it our goal to get out every day and go screw up, but we do make it our goal to get out and do something, take action. And if we make a deal out of it, awesome. We will hopefully learn something. And if we screw up, well, that happens too. Hopefully we also learn something from that experience. So you just, you got to just, you got to get out and you got to act. Action is really where it's at. Don't be afraid to talk to sellers, guys. Here's something that I think is very, very, very often overlooked. People are new, right? New wholesalers, new investors, new landlords. They come to Mike and I and they want help. And they say, man, I don't know what to tell these people. Like, I haven't bought houses before. Well, guess what? They probably haven't sold houses before, right? Or if you have a couple properties that you've done, you most likely have done more transactions than they have. So don't think that you're going to call them up and they're just going to be like, oh, you're a rookie. They don't know. That's a really good point. Most people
1: have not sold a
0: property ever to an investor. ever.
1: Yeah.
0: In their entire lives. So your goal isn't to go out there and impress them like you're this kick-ass investor that's like everything around you just turns to gold. No, your job is to get out there and be like, man, I'm a human too. You want to give me a good deal on this property? I maybe consider buying it. But like I'm not chasing it. I don't need it. I don't pay retail. Did I say I was an investor? I think I did. That's it. Like make a friend. You know, just get on the damn phone. Don't be afraid. Make a friend. Tell them you're new. I tell people this all the time. They're like, man, I am so scared to go on an appointment or get on that phone. You're scared because you are leading on to this person, or maybe you're just telling yourself that you don't know what you're doing. So tell them that. Just say, hey, I'm new to this whole investing game, but I know I want to buy rentals, and it seems like you have one. I would love to come out and meet you and look at the property. I don't know if I'm going to be interested in buying it. And I don't know what my offer is. That's okay, guys. It's not a bad problem or a bad thing to just tell people that. I think being candid and admitting
1: your vulnerability to other people is one of the best ways to open up or start that relationship. Just saying, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I know I want to buy a house. Is yours one that you want to sell? Again – to me, that is going to put your relationship with that person just in fast forward. They're going to be like, "Oh, this guy's
0: just a normal person. Like, he's just trying to buy a house. Like, maybe I'll sell." Yeah, it. and like, it's, it it can come off intimidating if you like get on a phone with a seller that's never sold a house, and you're like, "Oh, the comps in the neighborhood are you know for three twos at eleven hundred square foot, or you know one hundred twenty six dollars a square foot," and you start ripping off all these numbers. They're not going to know what the hell that means. Just make an appointment. Get out there make a friend if you never bought a house before tell them don't worry about it but you got to get you got to get through that analysis paralysis of getting on the phone and or making offers
1: i wonder how much more common analysis paralysis is now and by now i mean like in the past 10 years not just in our business but just in general cuz like so we have the internet now right it's the information age or i'm whatever it yeah, it's is now yeah the microchip like There's so much information out there, Dave. Like, how can you not be overwhelmed with it?
0: Yeah. And I think everybody, they get in their own head. Yeah. And they they think they've failed before they've ever even started. And that is failure, in my opinion. Mm. But you don't fail until you fail. So get off your ass and get out there and go fail. Because it's not going to be the end of the the world for you.
1: Yeah, but you don't even. You're going to learn. You don't fail when you fail. You,
0: you g- learn. You you only fail if you give up. And you or give you up. Quit. Yeah, and that's the, like man, you, that's it. You you nailed it. I was I wasn't even thinking like that. Because we fail. That's so true. It's part of the success formula. Yeah, it's really fail. where we're at. Well, exactly. You said fail, fail,
1: fail, fail, plus fail, plus fail, plus fail, equals success. And you can have
0: thirty of them in there if you want. It Doesn't matter. Well, right. If
1: we constantly do it. Yeah. Like every day, like oh shit, another rental that has another maintenance request. Shit! There goes our cash flow on Can't that wait one. wait for that one. <laughs> I mean, again, like we're constantly, constantly fixing problems because we mess something
0: up. Mm. Big deal. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's I part mean, of it. Yeah, I don't know. Just a couple losers. You got to get out of your don't own. Don't take our. Yeah, bets. exactly. You know, I mean? you know, we haven't flipped that many houses. There's only five hundred <laughs> of them, or so, give or take. So, yeah, but that's it, guys. You know, analysis paralysis—it's a real thing. um And I, we're just trying to give you guys some pointers here today. That's the point. You know to get people out of analysis paralysis, you know, I think, I think the main ones would be, you know, marketing. They're not, they're not sure what to say when they do their marketing. And I can tell you what I say, Hey, I'm Dave. I'm looking to buy some property. Do you have a property? Do you own one? Great. Do you want to sell it? Great. Yes or no. Great. Have a good day or let's talk about it. That's it. Boom. When you're sending your mail, Man, I see this all the time. Hey, you know what? What do you write on the? What, what do you send in your mail? Like, what does your letter say? Or do you have do you have a specific postcard, Mike? Can you please answer this? What do you put in your direct mail? I have no idea. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter. The point we is, we put is, we buy
1: houses. I buy houses. Uh, hey, whoever.
0: It's not important. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What what the message should say is, hey, I'm looking to buy some properties. If you have one, here is how you can contact me and give a phone number, a website, an email address, a fax line, a texting phone number, or an address for them to mail something back to you because that does happen from time to time. But don't overcomplicate the message. I'm an investor. I'm looking to buy some properties. It seems to me you own one. You want to sell it? Like that's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe I mean, that made may three paragraphs to expand on that. But that's that's the message, guys. It's simple. Well,
1: what's so easy about it now is like we use so many different services that I, do, I don't really know what the message is anymore. Like if oh yeah, if all we're, the, if we're using our driving for dollars, like they've got their the, own post. Yeah, all we'll the mailing
0: providers if we like use: REI Print Deal Machine, REI Print Mail, Prop Stream, all of these companies, Yellow Letter HQ. You know, all all of these great companies, all the ones I just listed, we've used and or are using. Okay. But they all have templates too. And Mike and I aren't in there trying to tweak the template. We just say, hey, what what looks the most appealing to you or me when we're in there ordering it? You like the yellow? You want the red? You like the blue? The message is all the same. We buy them. So when it comes to the marketing guys, pick one. Start doing it. Stop dicking around. All right? (laughs) Seriously. This is the the analysis process that we see every single day. In the big picture – if you know that this business consists of marketing and that you have to make offers in order to do deals, stop worrying about buyer's lists. It's irrelevant. You don't need a single buyer to to start making offers and or marketing to the sellers to see if you can go out and find a deal. Don't worry about step seven, eight, or 10 when you haven't even done one or two. And that's the, I think that's the really the point of this podcast is there is a simple, simple process to wholesaling real estate, or becoming a landlord, or fixing and flipping a property. And people, people are what make things complicated. People, people are complicated. So this the process, let's say for wholesaling specifically, is so simple. Market and find motivated sellers, guys. Make a lot of offers because most of them are going to tell you to, to kick rocks. But that's okay. Make a lot of offers. And then the ones that you are able to get under contract, market. Not every one of those are even going to sell. Market them to find that buyer, double close or assign. That's it. You're talking five, four or five steps to do a deal. But people think that they need to know how to do 37 different things to do this. And that is just so incorrect to me. It's so wrong. So, Mike, what would be your number one piece of advice to people that are facing analysis paralysis? Because I think this episode is actually going to get quite a bit of... People, you know, searching out for it because this is a big problem.
1: Limit your amount of information that you can see. I love that. There's no. There's if you are. It
0: just leads to more.
1: That's well, the problem. That's just it. If you're if you're looking at okay, well, how do I do this? Uh, okay, give yourself like an hour
0: of research time, and that's it. Then yeah, because David Dodge that. may have a different way on YouTube of using prop stream versus you know, Brent Daniels or Jerry Norton or some of these other guys out in the space, right? That's a great point. Limit your knowledge. You know, well, like... Well, and I you, don't
1: mean necessarily limit your knowledge. Limit, limit your
0: time. your scope. Scope. There search. you go. That's, that's like, what I meant.
1: You have to take action on it. Like, uh, so it, let's use that as an example. Is So Dave wants to know <clears throat>
0: how to... Pull motivated seller lists. Exactly.
1: Okay, so you're going to... Uh, first off, you're going to go down and click the link below, and we're going to show you how to do that on DPI, what is it, podcast, backslash, comps, go there.
0: Forward slash, you Forward always slash. say that. I
1: say backslash because <laughs> I don't know any better. Right. Uh, where was I going with this? So again, give yourself whatever it is. If you say, I'm not going to be ready to do this for for four months, okay, give yourself one month. If you say I'm not going to be ready, yeah. There you go. Nah, for, I see we're going for this. one week. Give yourself one day. Right. Like don't you don't need to keep read. Again, we've got a book on the Burr method. You don't have to read the whole book to do yeah. a Burr property. You don't. Again, if
0: you are, or at st- least all at one city. No, yeah. there's
1: absolutely no reason. Right. Same thing. So the, the wholesaling would be an even better example. We have got a whole book on wholesaling too. You don't need to know everything to get started. That's uh, who is it that used to say this all the time? I think it was Matt Terrio, Epic Podcast. I'll plug him because he was a a great uh, inspiration to me when I started out. He still
0: is. I like Matt; he's Uh, a great guy. Met him a couple times too. Yeah, good dude. Very, very,
1: very cool guy. Yeah. One of his things he used to always give the example of if you tried to if you if you waited to leave your house for all the stoplights to turn green. Oh yeah, great great analogy to get to your destination. You would never
0: leave your house. Assuming you could see them all. Exactly. Yeah, because they're always going to be turning green or red, green or red. That is, a, that is a, a beautiful analogy, Mike, because you know, even when you're on the road and you see three greens ahead of you, the odds are one of them is going to turn red. You're going to have to stop or slow down or yield or something. Life just, that's the way it works. Yeah, so again, that's Love a
1: great that. analogy from Matt and his podcast. He's got way more probably listenership than we do. Um, but again, he, it's very, very accurate in the way that a lot of people approach doing something new. They want to have all of the green lights or all the knowledge before they leave the driveway. Don't – you cannot do that. It is impractical. It is unrealistic to have all of the answers in your brain, know everything without actually doing it. You have to do in order to know. So, again, that would be my – I don't know, my two cents on the topic. I love it, guys. That's all I got for you.
0: The takeaway here is is everybody's gonna have some sort of analysis paralysis at some point at some point. And if you are that listener that has been wanting to get into wholesaling real estate and you have listened to more than five of Mike and I's podcasts, you probably know more than the next guy just from listening to a couple of these shows. So if wholesaling is what you want to do, the first step is learn how to market. And then part two of step one, is to market. Don't worry about what contract you're going to use or what title company you're going to close at. Start with step one, finish it, then go to step two. And that's personally how I feel, you know, any, any challenging or, or, or something that I'm looking at in my life that doesn't look like it, that it's going to be, you know, achievable. I just try to break it down. Hey, well, what's step one? And just start there. And that's it. That's kind of my whole, my secret to avoiding it is, hey, maybe I'm not that good at step one, but I got to do it because I can't jump over it to step two because then this is just going to be all out of whack and I'm going to end up spending a bunch of money on something that's not going to work. So just keep it simple. Start there. And whatever you have to do to tell yourself that it's okay to make mistakes, you better learn how to do that quick because you are going to make mistakes. But it doesn't mean that you're failing. You said that earlier, Mike. Mm-hmm. Failure isn't failure unless you didn't learn or you repeat that. Failure is just a mindset. It's just a is. mindset. Yeah, right? I mean, it
1: really is. It's like, oh, I'm a failure because this one thing happened. Well, okay. Yeah, bad things happen to all of us. We all get ourselves in situations that we don't necessarily like or want to be in. So you just keep moving. Like, you, you failure is just a mindset. Um, yeah, keep failing and you are a success. That's yeah, a lot of a lot of cheesy one-liners, but man, <laughs> just keep keep it on, keep on keeping on.
0: Yeah, you know? that's right. Life's a garden,
1: dig it. You know, Joe Dirt. I don't know what else can we throw in here.
0: I like it. Well, that's it. I mean, yeah. I don't think we really need to, to you know, keep going. I, I think that analysis paralysis is, is a very real thing, and it's all in your head. So just you know, put your best put best foot forward, and just know that if you just start with the simple things that are needed to get to the finish line, 1 foot at a time, one step at a time. Start there. Don't worry about the last quarter mile of that marathon. Worry about the next 10 feet. And that if you keep, you know, looking at it like that, there's no reason that you are not going to be successful at anything you put your mind to. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but as long as you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, eventually You're going to be able to achieve whatever it is you put your mind out to do, guys. Analysis paralysis is made up, guys. It's in your head. Overcome it. And hopefully some of the things you've learned on this show today will help you do so. Signing off. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe